Oh, it's the best day of the week. Happy Friday with DailySports.com. It is the Bet Like Mike show. My name is John Jansen. Follow me at jjansen34 and the star of the show, Mike North. You can follow him at North to North. Happy Friday, Mike North. Happy Good. Friday. Good. I'm looking through the Twitter. We out? Is it up? Yep, it's up. All right. Yes, it is. Uh, but happy Friday. It's it's always good when it's a Friday. Is it is it addressed to me, the Twitter there? Yes, it is. Yep. I see you tagged on there. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> Tech technology. What a wonderful thing. It's a little slow. I thought we were gonna start putting this out in time. I mean, you know me. I'm like I'm like MacArthur. I'm like Patton. I'm like Bobby Knight. I'm like Woody Hayes. Are you kidding me? It's Johnny J, ladies and gentlemen. A busy Friday. I got a couple other things I got to do after this. Some radio stuff. Johnny, you got radio stuff. Radio yes, stuff. Beautiful. You got some stuff coming on. To, by the way, last night, less than stellar night for us. Uh, for you, me. For you are okay. I, for me. <laughs> I did okay. I had uh, one and one. The Yankees stink. They can't hit worth a damn. I lose no, that yeah, game. No. You get shut out at Seattle. And then I did have the under Chris Paul, eight and a half, and he only ended up with eight assists. So I was very fortunate, but we'll bounce back like we always do. We still are having a winning week, folks. Uh, uh, I think we were one and four last night or something like that to that effect. So you just have to figure out if I was one. Never mind. I don't want to get into the mathematics of the situation. <laughs> My guy does a great job, and he's been carrying the load quite a bit for us uh, since we started this fabulous show. It's the best 20 minutes in um, all of uh, the European and American markets, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> also, also uh, thanks for you guys. Listen to the show before. Yeah, I love when you guys listen to the show we did yesterday. Our numbers are increasing. We're doing a great job. And, you know, uh, somebody said today, John, that because of radio not being as powerful as it once was, for whatever reason, even though, Radio to me is my first my first love. No uh, doubt always. about it. It will always be. Absolutely. Yeah. That the podcast industry has become more relevant like these. And there's no doubt about it. There's been a down decade around the country about certain shows, whether it's personality driven, whether it's content content driven or what have you. Um, but I do know this. There aren't many radio hosts that will do podcasts because radio is still the thing for me. That doesn't mean that there's not money to be made in podcasting. But I find it interesting that you guys at, uh, at Gambler have been very aggressive of late. Uh, checking yeah, that we're, out. We're doing, like. we're doing well. Yeah, we're doing well. Yeah. So it, what it's, are you on, uh, every night over there? Uh, yeah, Monday through Friday, 8 to 11 every night. Wow. So, and then we have Saturday shows. We have Sunday shows. We have it all. Plenty, plenty to go. You're doing some soccer. Yeah, we had a game last night. Uh, Union able to steal a point away from uh, from New York Red Bulls, which was it's a bloodbath when the Red Bulls and the Union get together. There yeah. is no, <laughs> no doubt about that. I've always said that growing up. I knew that. Um, so you got anything new going on before we move on? Um, no, I, I we're doing a show tomorrow morning, but uh, no, it's just uh, check, check out the show 8 to 11, Monday through Friday. And uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, going to be a good time now. Uh, I got to tell you something. Speaking of good times, I was uh, before we came on the air today, I was checking out Twitter and uh, they first hit a close up of some guy walking up to Roy McElroy. <laughs> and I think it's John Rom and. Uh, uh, yeah, I think uh, it was Rom. Yeah. And a caddy. And he takes the Roy McElroy head cover off of, of the club. 
and then takes a club out and walks, and you could see it on my Twitter feed, North to North, or you could see it all over. You'll see it on Barstool, you name it. Um, <laughs> and he takes the head cover off and goes and lines up like he's going to swing, and they're just standing there. Yeah, and it was I'm thinking, what would I have done? Because I've been in these situations a couple times. I think, though, if it was the right group of guys I'm with, there's a riot and the guy's put down. I think it depends who you're with and what events you're playing. I don't think you want to get in a scrap now that I thought it over, you know? But, but yeah, and, and, and also maybe what country you're in, too. Uh, they're over, where are they at? Whatever. They're in Scotland. In Scotland, yeah. And it was it's just really so, it was just so, God. yeah, it was just really it's casual. <laughs> Rory and John Rom basically just pointed at the guy like, what What the heck is he doing? It was a really bizarre, bizarre situation. The caddy is the first line of defense. Yeah, and the You're caddy was just sitting there with club. his hands up. It, it was like a goof. Like because I'm used to that. I'm used to like the, we're like in Philly. You know, if somebody goes on the field, we have seen people tased before oh. on the field. Okay, so like, <laughs> so it's a little bit different when you see somebody literally just walk up next to Rory, take his clubs, and just start swinging as if he's about to tee off on the in the tee box, and I mean, everybody's just sitting Rory's there going like, what? Yeah, and he was trying to take his head he cover. Head and he's trying to take the head co- uh, head cover once they did. Grab what him. what a bizarre, bizarre, bizarre scene. No, weird. What do you think you do? Like I said, if I'm with the right group of guys, the right two or three guys, this guy, the guy's dead. If I'm with another group, maybe you sit back. Um, but you never know what a guy's going to have with them. If a guy's that brazen, first of all, I think the shock of it. You know, right. yeah, definitely. They were shot. They were definitely shocked by it. That is yeah. the truth. They had no idea what was happening. But that tells you how fragile things can become. And there was no security there. They called security. The first guy that showed up was a guy that looked like Harry Truman. Right. Looked it's like not like they went up to him and tackled him or started like pulling him away. They were literally trying to like talk with him. Be like, hey, what are you doing? What What is this all about? Who are you? <laughs> he basically said, I'll be with you in a minute. I got to line up this shot. <laughs> I got to line up this drive and I might hit Rory's head cover. How's that on top of everything else? And then once you grab me, guess what? You're still not getting the head cover. And then all of a sudden they gave the guy the head cover. I just think it could have been handled by the immediate guy. If you are a caddy, I think there's some caddies out there, professional, they're going to be going, man, you die with those clubs. You know, that's what you're getting your percentage for. But I understand it's a shocking thing for, and the guy looked natural. The guy looked like he okay, you know, right? Like he looked like he belonged, and then that's where I thought everybody's like, "Who? Okay, who is this guy?" But I've never also like again, I've never seen security try and like talk with the person and like reason with them, like, "Hey, what's going on here?" Usually, it's security just grabs him and throws him away. But this is different. They, they, the guy went up to him, talked to him, handed him off to another security guard. The security guard took that guy's arm and just <laughs> walked away. They're probably going to let him go home. <laughs> right. right just, hey, go home. Yeah, come on, chap, go home. Uh, just have a nice day. Just don't do that again. <laughs> All three guys had their mouths open. All three guys, when he walked up and took the clubs, had their mouths open. So that that was a fun way. That was a fun way to start the day. Now, a fun way to start the day for somebody else may not be in the cards for the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, first of all, I got to be honest with you. The Milwaukee Bucks, I, the, the Greek freak, I love them. 
I, I love his warrior mentality. I love what he was doing in the huddle last yesterday, trying to get him jacked up. But, I mean, there's been folks that have been questioning me or questioning people that question Chris Middleton on an every-night basis. I'm not questioning that he can't shoot. What I've been questioning is he's a streak shooter. He's really, really good when he's on. And you can't have a number two guy when he's off be off that bad. Yeah. You have to have an yeah. off night where maybe you shoot 40%. Maybe you go four for 14. Maybe, maybe, but at least you're trying. Last night was a debacle for Drew Holiday, for Middleton. The Greek freak is unbelievable. You know, when they talk about Durant being the best player in basketball, I'm going to tell you something. I'll dispute that any day of the week because I got a couple other guys that can play with them, and this guy's one of them. Yeah, and I think a good example of that is Devin Booker. Uh, because Devin Booker, right. I could say always like, man, not a not a great game from him, not shooting well and no. inefficient, but he'll still end up with 27 points. So it's it's like, yeah, not a great game, but it still was able to produce in a way. You know, so it's it's a lot different. Yeah, and Chris Middleton just maybe doesn't have that in him. And, and from what we've seen, doesn't. And so yeah, it's it's a little bit it's a little bit of a I don't know if the Bucks are good enough here. And look, the the Suns, they can get it from Chris Paul, they can get it from DeAndre Ayton, they got it from Devin Booker last night. But then all of a sudden, a guy like Mikel Bridges, who was just thought of as a three and D role player, twenty seven right. points. You know, yeah. that, that, that is hard to compete because I'll tell you what, there's probably not a four on that Bucks team, a number four player on the Bucks team that could put up that kind of points. I just don't yeah. I don't believe there is. Ayton had an off game. Aiton had an off game, and I said he they did. needed Aiton to do. And, I mean, he did the uh, under, as you know. He did not get to his points. He didn't get to – he had a, a subpar night, still came up with 11 boards. I mean, you know, it's just one of those deals. I think that Milwaukee misses that guard. Um, DiFazenjo? De, De, De Dante DiFazenjo, another villain of a Wildcat, yeah. Yeah, they miss that guy, but I, I will tell you this. I don't that, they he, actually do. I think he DiVincenzo is the Mikel Bridges of that team. You know, they need him to to be in the series. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's unfortunate because he's a really good player. I, anybody that's questioning Giannis, I love Giannis because he stayed where he's at. I heard uh, this morning. Doesn't matter what show I heard it on. I listen. <laughs> I mean, should they blow this team up? The Bucks. They're in the finals. The last time they were in the finals was 1975. You don't blow it up. You bring somebody in if you can. I mean, don't get rid of these guys because they're losing to a team uh, that has pretty good players on it itself. Very I mean, good players. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and, and they're well coached, by the way. And I'm not blaming the Milwaukee coach. I thought they came out good last night. It's not his fault that Middleton. And the rest of the crew that are supposed to be scoring baskets did not score baskets last night. The, 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 the troops that were supposed to march with the freak did not march last night, John. Yeah, they really didn't. And uh, it's they've. I think the Bucks have gotten themselves in a hole now that I, I don't know if they can get out of because they don't have much depth, as we're seeing. You know, Middleton and Holiday aren't always reliable, and you have to rely on a guy like Giannis, who's a fantastic player, but he's still injured. Like he's not a hundred percent. And so they can't, they can't full throttle, have him playing 40, 40, like, you know, 43, 44 minutes and go all out. He just, it's, he can't do that. And so the bucks, it's really tricky. You know, they could go back home and, you know, things right. get a little bit better there. Maybe the sun's go a little bit cold. Say, but... I heard people say, 
blow it up. I heard a guy say they're going to get swept. They're not. The series gonna, isn't even over. <laughs> no, like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. They could, they could win. They could take two. It, 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 look, it was bad shooting. That's what it was. Bad shooting plus. Right. And we saw the Suns in the Western Conference Finals. They went cold for a long stretch of games there. So they it could absolutely be 2-1 by the end of game three. You know, so I, it's not completely over. So it's funny that, like, all these takes come out, like, very, very early, premature, I would say. Wait till this entire thing is over. Because this could go seven for all we know. And then everybody's looking at this Bucks team a little bit differently. So just, I, I would say, wait it out. Because I think all the all of that is a bit premature right now. Yeah, I had uh, uh, to be. I took and I didn't give this out. I did take Milwaukee last night, but I got the over. Okay, and then I nice. fired them up, nice. but it didn't come through. But the over at least came through because it didn't look like that was going to happen uh, uh, for a while. Yeah, uh, by any stretch of the imagination, folks, uh, this is not over by by anything. No, now with that guy on that team, I think they feel they let him down. I think this head coach has been doing pretty good for Milwaukee. He made the adjustments before. I don't think with some people he can win. I, I really feel that people have a negative attitude towards the guy, which maybe he's got to dispel by winning. I mean, it's amazing. Chris Paul for 15 years is a legend, an icon, this and that. Okay. And he's never won anything, but this uh, the coach from Milwaukee, who's been pretty successful, and I think made Milwaukee a better team by proofing the pudding, it, it is shunned upon. So, We'll see what happens there. So, John, now it's time for what America <laughs> lives for. And what Europe. America and, yearns and, for. And Europe. What? Oh, Bulgaria. <laughs> Mesopotamia. <laughs> the, the Grenada, the island of Grenada. Yeah. Yeah, yeah don't push us. We could take Grenada. <clears throat> but, excuse me for that. It's time for the picks, and uh, I don't think we've ever had as a team two losing days in a row. No. Uh, this would be a new experience for us, so we're not going there by any stretch of the imagination, so I would like to ask you first, and folks, like I say, all you have to do is sit through 20 minutes, and usually, and it is usually good, so we got some good ones today. It's not bad. You know, oh, I, I, way, would, I would listen to the show. I'm going to throw some couch change on Conor McGregor, plus 120. I'm not really, because that was going to be one of my. That was actually going to be one of my picks because it's Friday. I figure I can at least right. pick during the weekend. Uh, well, I was going to. I was going to go Dustin Poirier. How many picks you got? How many picks you got? Uh, I got uh, three. I, I have a, okay. I have three picks, but yeah, I think I'm a. I'm going to take Dustin Poirier. I'm not an MMA guy, so this is just off of what I hear, off of what I see. Conor McGregor doing all that stuff at the press conference means to me he doesn't have anything left. Like he's just trying to, he's just, he's he's just trying to put on a show. I feel like this is his like last big fight until everything goes downhill and he's just trying to make a big splash about it and, you know, get people going again. But he's uh, Poirier, Poirier outclassed him in every single way in their last fight. I think Poirier does it again. I'll take him a minus. They'll get up in the morning and watch it. I can make my money off bashing people's faces in. I'm a bouncer. <laughs> yeah, one of the great showmen. One of the great showmen, like I told everybody yesterday. So, Johnny, you got Poirier. Okay, I got a little Major League Baseball for people today uh, uh, for you folks out there. And, and and really, I mean, it's a picket game uh, tonight. And I was looking at it, and I was studying it. And the more I go over it, 
the more that I can't find it. I'm looking for Cincinnati tonight. They are playing. Here we go against the Milwaukee Brewers, John. Wade Miley, pretty good pitcher. Wouldn't you agree? Uh, yeah, Wade Miley's pretty okay. good. I like Wade Miley. Got Castellanos, you got Votto, you got this Winkler guy. They're going to get Eric Lauer and the Milwaukee Brewers. Plays a gentleman through strict, top-secret and comprehensive research. <laughs> I have come up with the Milwaukee Brewers uh, to avenge uh, the loss of their comrades-in-arms, the basketball team, yesterday. So take the Brewers tonight. Uh, right now it's going off at minus 120. My friend? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, the Red Sox over the Phillies. Um, Phillies did okay during that Chicago series. And, you know, they're starting to play a lot better. But the problem is, uh, even if Garrett Richards is on the mounds, Vince Velasquez, I, I think I he's been good this season. I like Vince Velasquez. He's running in a uh, starting pitcher for the Phillies, but oh, he's sorry. running into a machine in that Red Sox lineup. They're great at home. They're great against right-handed pitching. I'm afraid Velasquez gets hit extremely hard in this one. Uh, I'll take the Red Sox on the money line here at minus 127. Okay, my friend. And, and, and that's a good pick, by the way. I like that one. Here's what I'm trying to figure out. The Cleveland Indians, they're pretty bad, aren't they right now? Um, I haven't been paying too much attention. Six, seven in a row. Six, yeah. seven, they've lost. 43 yeah. and 42. They're, eh, they're just, eh. Yeah, they, and they've been losing. They're favored tonight over the Kansas City Royals. Now, the Royals are no be a, a picnic, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, they, they're a very, you know, a young baseball team. Cleveland just seems like a bad baseball team. They got Tristan McKenzie going against Brad Keller, which means absolutely nothing to me because the system gave me this. I have nothing to say except to take Kansas City uh, in, on the money line tonight. Those are my two picks, my friend. Yeah, that's Kansas not a bad City. play. Plus 123, too. That's a, yeah. it's a nice little payout. Uh, I'll go last one here. I'll take the Houston Astros on the money line. It's pretty short, minus 137. Yankees are using an, an opener. Uh, they're using a relief pitcher to start the game, and Jacob Rizzi's on the mound. And the Astros are just a great team. They're 54-34. Yankees are 44-42. This is in Houston. Houston's been mashing the ball lately. I just I don't see any reason why this line isn't as higher than it is. So I'll take it minus 137 right now on the money line for the Astros. That's good. So, okay, let's go over them real quick, folks, because you won't see us till Monday, and won't you suffer over the weekend without <laughs> us. Uh, Kansas City plus the 126 for me. Uh and Milwaukee in a picket right now. And John? Uh, well, I am taking, uh, I'll put out there, I'm taking Dustin Poirier, minus 134, yep. uh, in the main event of tomorrow's uh, UFC fight. Uh, I'm also taking the Red Sox, minus 127. I think they hit Vince Velasquez hard, and there's no reason the Astros should be this short of the favorite at minus 137. So I'll be taking the Astros as well. Okay, folks. Now remember, I come here. We got, we're on Monday through Friday. We're on every single day, Monday through Friday at 11, 11 to 11.20. Johnny J, as they like to call him, or as we call him <laughs> on the street corner, John Jansen, myself, Mike North. Uh, if you're uh, Later on, I'll be a, on AM 1000 ESPN with our podcast tomorrow live at 8 in the morning, 8 till 9. And also, uh, I'll be on... Uh, in about uh, half an hour, if you listen to the ESPN 1000 app. Mike North stays open. busy. I like that. I, you I know like what? That. I mean, I, I retired three years ago. I've never been there. <laughs> year. 
Johnny, you'll be on tonight with the gambler. Rolling yes, I will. 8 to 11. Yep. All right, folks. Take care of yourselves. We hit it right on that. Have a good <laughs> one, everybody. See you later. <laughs>